0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Todd Hicksonball Experience. I am your host, Todd ball and I am thrilled that you've decided to join us today. Um, I absolutely love getting to do this podcast every single week, and I want to let you know that I, I really do value you listening and, and tuning in each and every single week to the podcast, because of that, I have actually built a space. It's called um, the. It, it's my website, and it's called uh, the TodPod.us, and it has the opportunity for you to be able to sign up for a newsletter. It's called the Experience, and it comes out every single Friday. Now, what you get in that newsletter is testimonials. You get extra tidbits of things that I'm thinking of as I'm talking through and and pondering theology and all sorts of other things that you might hear on this podcast that I just don't have the time to get to on a week-to-week basis. So make sure and look in the show notes to be able to get that link, but it's thetodpod.us. That's the best place for you to be able to get all of the access to not only this podcast, this show, but that newsletter. Well, I want to get, in, I want to go straight in to today, um, to what we're wanting to talk about. And so before we get into that, let's play some music for you and let's get this thing going. Advent started yesterday. So if you're listening to this and it's not Monday, it started on this past Sunday. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with what Advent is, it's a four-week period. It's four Sundays long. Starting with the first Sunday, at usually it's after Thanksgiving. And it runs until Christmas Day. It's a time period in the church calendar that is meant to be a space for self-reflection about the past year. Examining your personal sin, but but also the ways you had been able to grow your faith in Christ. It's, It's an interesting time. It's very introspective. It is a time to examine your spiritual habits and add or take things away that will bring you closer to Christ going into the new year. A professor in college, he, he told me one time that it's a time to be quiet and allow for the mystery of God to speak to us in the silence that's brought by winter. I don't find it a coincidence that in many parts of the world, December is the shortest span of daylight that happens each day for the rest of the year. You see, the birth of Christ brings with it the great light that cuts through the dark. However, that's Christmas. You see, this time period, it's called Advent. The great darkness is actually in the midst of consuming us. It's amongst us. On Sunday, we celebrated by lighting the candle for joy on the Advent wreath. This is another tradition that comes with Advent. Traditionally, each week during this period it has something different to contemplate. There's joy, which was this week. Then there comes peace then there comes love, and then hope. These are each celebrated and contemplated by lighting a corresponding candle. Now, as I've been contemplating joy, I'm struck by the immensity of that emotion this year. You see, depending on who you talk with, joy has been all but absent over the last 18 to 24 months. However, when examining the term joy, I was reminded that it is not an emotion. It is actually a state of being. You see, euphoria is a feeling. Happiness is a feeling. Elation is a feeling. But joy, joy is a mindset. Joy is a landing space. It's something that isn't fleeting. It lasts. And it's because it comes and radiates from something. You see, Mary, who is the mother of Jesus, was given an incredible surprise. You know, it's funny how we portray oftentimes, you know, when you find out somebody is is pregnant Oh, you have this little gift. Oh, it's such a, it's such a gift. (sighs) Let me paint you a picture. See, we see early on in the book of Luke, Mary being told by the angel Gabriel that she would become pregnant with a child by the Holy Spirit. Now, for many of you, you've heard that story so often that you simply accept that it is fact. However, when we examine it further, it was probably a very far cry from the happy moment of having a new little gift in Mary's life. You see, to be a teenage girl and also newly betrothed to a man and receiving this news must have at the time felt like a death sentence. And as a matter of fact, in ancient Judea during the Roman empire, it actually was something that could be punished by death had Mary actually been sleeping with another man while betrothed to Joseph. However, when we read Luke chapter 2, Mary, she has a song she sings. And in that song, we're able to see a glimpse of her attitude. It was not what we would expect at all. As a matter of fact, she gives praise to God and considers herself full of joy that she would be his chosen instrument to bring the child into the world that was promised to Israel to save the entire universe. Despite her hardship, she determined that it was worth it to let for her to go through with this whole process because she was being used of God to bring salvation to so many people. As I've pondered this, It strikes me that joy has a lot to do with the outlook we have on life. Happiness is fleeting, but joy is enduring. You see, being a person full of joy starts with being a person that has fully surrendered their life to the risen Christ. By accepting the gift that the child born on Christmas Day gave us, we have already attained joy. The fact that we no longer must be dead to our lives. However, for many, that seems to be something taken to be taken for granted. You see, we want more. We seek more. Certainly, we must be allowed to have access to something even more grand. I want to have Mary enter into the picture again. You see, Mary probably took for granted Jesus in his life as well. I mean, Jesus... Was her firstborn, but there were many others that came after her. He had brothers and sisters. And rearing him in his in the, in this family, she also had to endure seven years spent, I believe it was seven years, in Egypt fleeing from a mad king. And also the guilt she must have had to endure because of the hundreds of baby boys who were killed by that king. All of that weighing on her conscience, and I'm sure she at some point lost sight of the fact that he was the son of God that was given to the world to take away the sin that even she possessed. But you know what? Mary was a part of a grand story. It's a narrative that spans from the beginning of time, a love story concerning God and him being reunited with his creation. In the same way, you and I are part of this amazing tale. Our worship and surrender to God tells the story and weaves us into this incredible narrative. For us, being part of something as incredible as salvation of the world should be a comfort. When I say comfort, I really mean joy because it means that the joy God gives us by being a part of his family sustains us. I think about Mary. I think of her hopelessness and how she must have felt as she watched that baby boy, at one point fully grown, hang on the cross. Nails were driven through his hands and feet and a spear pierced his side. His final command that he ever gave was given to a follower of his to take care of her. And with the end near, the moment must have been big. And yet she had been there with him, even from the moment that the angel Gabriel told her about him coming to earth. Those are the moments in which joy is the only thing that sustains us. Happiness is not to be found in moments like those. And it can feel like we will never feel hope or pleasure again. And our joy. It's not an emotion that can leave. It is a certainty that tomorrow will come because of Christ's sacrifice, whether that tomorrow is here on this earth or one day in heaven. Have you? Ever felt that way? That no hope was left in the world? As though happiness was a cruel concept for God to have ever even created? The good news is that joy did indeed enter the world. You see, it was born on Christmas morning. It's, it's the bread of life that sustains us in these moments. And it's because it comes from that little baby that was born. You see, this Advent season, I wanted you to contemplate where your joy comes from. You see, because if it comes from anywhere but Christ, it means that it's incomplete. You see, his joy is total. And it's also because it's finished. It is something that's rooted in his sacrifice and the salvation he gives us as a free gift. Now, whether you've been a pastor for 30 years or you are a staunch atheist, this is a message you most likely need to hear, particularly now in this time in history. We all have the same need to have wholeness and completeness in our life. When the void is filled by God, joy comes. Because you see, during Advent, it isn't just a time for us to contemplate the darkness. It's a time for us to contemplate what is to come. It's a time for us to com- contemplate Christ and his birth and the fact that the hope of the world enters on Christmas morning. I wanted you to know that if you've noticed over the last few weeks um I've been transitioning this show into one where I can get my theological ideas and contemplations out. I've been a pastor for many years and enjoy loving people well. This is a platform that I want to be able to continue to do that through. And uh, when I was originally creating this show, I wanted to make something that people would enjoy listening to. But what I've realized is that this is actually a platform for people to be able to hear Theology and the the, the way that it interacts with the world today I love theology, I, I love the Bible More than that, I love Jesus And I want you to be able to hear through me How his word is still alive and still working today Now I've been creating a Spotify and Apple playlist That I think you're going to enjoy it's specifically for this season of Advent, and it's been helping me so far to find myself even closer to the Lord. Look for it in the show notes. Also, again, go to Toddpod.us today and sign up for the newsletter. Like I said, it comes out every Friday, and it's filled with encouragement and my own thoughts on how faith applies to the world. Go to the show notes and find these things. And also, finally, leave us a rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's seriously the best way that you can help me in this pursuit of being able to create an awesome experience for you, the listener. It'd be really helpful and I would really be thankful. I hope you have a blessed week. Until next time, deuces y'all.